Oh my goodness gracious. Yes, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Holy moly. <laughs> I mean, dude, we're here. We're here. We are straight up here. Yeah. We sound beautiful too. Listen to those drops. I mean, just This is why you're a true drama it's story. Just perfect, pristine, dude. You know why? Because we're not on Zoom, people. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We're in person. We are in person at Phil's Castle. I'm sitting right next to these glorious, beautiful maple colored. What is it? Maple finish. Beautiful vessel drums. <laughs> they are just in all their glory. They're just right here. Yes. I mean. My my pretties. Yes, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, you got a nice table set up for us today. I wouldn't call it nice, but thanks. It, dude, it's better than our bongo table. <laughs> Remember the bongo table? Oh, yes. When I had, <laughs> yes, I upgraded since then. I put the tabletop on a keyboard stand yeah, today. Yeah, we had like, we had this table that was like, well, we, Phil had this table that he didn't have any legs for. So it had bongos, for, not bongos, congas for legs. Yeah. Congas for you know what you should do. Bongos would be a really short table. <laughs> We'd be sitting on the floor. <laughs> a bongo table, conga table, conga table. You know what you should do is um, like floor flange in the center of this, and Just, then hydraulic thing that's connected to another floor flange up there. No, no. You go to Harbor Freight. You get uh, a winch that like you put on the front of your Jeep. You mount it on that beam, you do two, th four little cables that come down and then you hit a button and it's like wow. and lowers and it's a free floating and then your feet can just go underneath it and free. Flail your little legs yeah. all over. Yeah, like, you can have it as high as you want. You can have a standing desk, you can have a lowering desk. And you never have to worry about kicking the legs. Never. You don't need congas as legs. Or a keyboard stand. Or, or a keyboard stand. Table legs. Or bongos. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see this is the thing. I come over and then I'm like, you should do this. Then you do it and it ends up being super dope. Like I was like, Phil, you should mount your like lights and your mic stands, like your overhead mics on from your ceiling. Phil's yeah. like, I never thought of that. Or maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe you were the one that was like, I should do this. And then I come over here and I'm like, he done the did best it. studio ever. Yeah. Yeah, no. I uh I you definitely gave me that idea. It's and I love it. Brilliant. I'm I just I don't know if I don't know if the winch floating table is gonna happen. <laughs> well but, there's not a lot of room to work with, but Yeah, and it's pretty easy to get a folding table. <laughs> it's much easier than getting a couple hundred dollar winch <laughs> that you're supposed to mount on a Jeep. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know you wanna you wanna be innovative. You're just spitballing. Uh, yeah, I'm just throwing cool. ideas out yeah, there, you know? I like it. Well, you're a true drummer. Exactly. Thanks, Davey. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I got to get my coffee. All right, man. I'm happy to be here. Just made the commute today all the way out here to beautiful Fallbrook, California, to Phil's Castle. What's the hassle? Yeah. And um, I really only came for the bread, Phil. Did so, you? So, like, we kind of need to wrap this show up so oh. I can get some bread. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as we talked about, I think last episode, Phil is also a baker. It's like Phil lives in a castle. He bakes like traditional artisan bread. Mm -hmm. 
like probably in a stone oven that's like you have to throw logs in. I wear like feudal times clothing. No, you're wearing full armor. Yeah. Knight armor, helmet and everything. Oh, yeah. I've been knighted. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> it's like so weird when you walk in. He's like, greetings or whatever, however you'd say it, like in proper English. Yeah. I have to put down my loot. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's I cool. Fight, it's a great you know? castle. I'm a knight that plays plays music too, obviously. Listen, you're looking for a gimmick. You know, Travis Barker has his thing, like the tattoos, no shirt, all that thing, dating a Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know who else. Mike Mangini has his like douchey clothes and like he's the fastest drummer in the world. You need your gimmick? Bro, full night costume. Yeah. Full night. Sounds totally reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, dude, you don't play with drumsticks. You play with nighting sticks. Nighting, not nighting sticks. What are those? Uh, What's a nighting jo- jost. Stick? What is it called? Josting? Jestering? What is it called? Uh, when you're like, when you ride your horse, jouster, jousting sticks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyways, uh, we got to get this this thing started because I I need to unload on some soapboxes. I'm sick of this. All right. Before we get started and before I get too amped, I'm Corey Kingston. Uh, and uh, that's Funky Phil. That's right. Very nice. Um, and, uh, you know, we're here to do the Drum Brigade podcast. We have no idea why. We have no idea why. We're not doing it for you. We're doing it for us. Yeah. It's our thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, we're doing it for you because the two or three people that listen to this show are like, when are you guys doing a show again? And then we're like, well, we're just hold on, hold your horsies. <laughs> horsies. Um, so you're welcome people. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're here to just, uh, promote camaraderie over competition and, um, promote, you know, some positivity, even though like, dude, I've been on a negative kick as far as the drum industry and community. Don't get me started. We'll get started in a minute. But all I'm saying is we're here to promote acceptance, belonging in our community. And we're here to promote real drummers, dude. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, if you just started playing drums, that's great. And we're like, we support you because of that. So because of that, you're accepted and you belong. And so um, our whole thing is. We should never feel inferior doing what we love to do. And for us, that's drumming. So if you want to feel a feeling of acceptance and belonging, and you hate that feeling of inferiority complex when another drummer's in the room, you know, I've had that before. I have that all the time. I had that like, you know, I talked about it on the last show. I'm having it right now. (laughs) (laughs) You should just like, you know, but when you get rid of that, man, you're able to perform at your highest level. You know, you're just, you just don't care. And you're just like, dude, I, I do this because I love it. Not because I'm trying to outdo you. Yeah. And so when that, when that happens, man, it's a good thing. And, um, we believe in that and like whatever it is that you're doing. So, um, anyways, you want to support that it's drumbrigade.com. Um, and on there we have a bunch of different things. Um, but specifically you can, you can check out our merch store and, um, we have a lot of things there that, um, shows that you're a part of the brotherhood of drums a part of the brigade and um you know our sisterhood of the drums we're not we don't discriminate um so anyways uh yeah check that out a lot of cool designs all that stuff um it's actually you know stuff designed by real drummers who um actually do this 
and actually believe in this. So, and it's worn by real drummers that actually believe in this and support this. So yeah, um, it's a big thing for me. Uh, and, um, you know, just a couple more things. Um, you know, uh, we talk about John and Jeremy, um, and they're, I think they're making some progress, but they still need help. So, um, please check out their Patreons or their not Patreons, GoFundMes and, um, support them. Um, you know, dude, this is a crazy phenomena like going on with, with cancer. Like I heard that, um, I think the modest mouse drummer just like died, just died. Like mm-hmm. found out he was diagnosed with cancer. And then two weeks later he was like, okay, cool. We're going to get treatment. We're going to get this thing going. And then just boom, like two weeks later, you just fell asleep. So sad. Yeah, man. And so, man, I don't know what's going on, but yeah, dude, these are John and Jeremy are two really good guys. They've done a lot in our community. And, um, so, you know, John is from revolution drum and, um, he's had a big hand in helping us with chops and coffee and, um, amazing products invented the ahead armor cases and, um, some really cool products. Just check out revodrum.com. You can support in that way, pick up something really nice. That's like really a lot better than a lot of the stupid products that are out there these days. <laughs> and then Jeremy is from Q, Q drums. Um, Q drums, you know, are amazing. I don't know if they're building anything right now, but, um, he's a real, he's a real dude. And he's a dude that believes in other real dudes. You know what I mean? Like real drummers. He's built drums for some of the biggest names out there. And, um, you know, he's just a a good, good dude for our community. So support those guys. They really need help. They're getting the best treatment because of you. So, um, and lastly, um, F note drums, uh, F note drum supports drum brigade, and, um, you know, the best e-drums out there from what I understand, <laughs> I yeah, use awesome. them every day. Yeah. Um, you know, me and Phil play other drums live. Phil plays his vessel drums, of course, They're sitting right here. Of course I play masters of maple drums, but for drum brigade for my video lessons and all that stuff, I use F note and they're, um, amazing. So check out F note.com, Artesia pro and F note, um, good guys over there and they build some rad products. All right, Phil, let's get it. It's been a minute, Phil. We've been on vacation Mm -hmm. or something like that. Holiday season, you know? I know. It's a new year and it's a new new you. Mm, (laughs) I think it's the same me, probably. Yeah. New you, though. No, I'm... Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I don't do like New Year's resolutions or anything like that. But, um, you know, I'm trying. I'm always like working towards self-improvement and um, changing things up. But this is the first time in a long time where I've felt like I've made I I just need some changes, dude. (laughs) Some changes like I, I, yeah, I'll get on that soapbox in a minute. But um. Just not, not, I don't not necessarily want to say I'm fed up with a lot of things, even though I am, but I'm, uh, just need to, I just need to go in a couple different directions and focus on, you know, I don't know, self-improvement in a different way, going to the gym, riding my bike, playing my drums and doing it for my reasons, not for our stupid drum industry reasons. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So 
uh, how, you know, how's it going? You know, it's been a couple weeks, holiday season for you and do anything cool, play any, play a new, uh, new year's gig. Why am I getting so tongue tied? I'm nervous, Phil. Why are you nervous? I don't know. Stop it. You're making me nervous. Your <laughs> eyes are just staring through me. <laughs> um, did you play a cool new year's gig? Did you like fly to Canada? I don't know. Yeah, I flew to Canada and played a cool New Year's gig. <laughs> of all places. Canada. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, I've never been to Canada, but it seems it seems amazing. I'd I love thought to you go were sometime. Canadian. I'm not. <laughs> no. I did play a New Year's Eve gig nice. with, with Anthony, and it was a lot of fun. Wow. Um, we did double drums. Oh. It's me and this great drummer, Michael Leisure. I don't know him. He's a... Uh, He's been around for for a little, you know, he's older than me and he's been in the scene, you know, he, I think he used to play with Edgar Winter. Okay. And uh, Did he young blood you? Like, oh, well, no. this is how the songs go, bro. Not at all. No, no, he was <laughs> just really kidding. cool. Really I don't cool know this dude. guy. Great guy, great drummer. Um, And so it was the two of us and then we had a percussionist tie. Dang. Rips and then uh, <laughs> guitar and bass. You guys are basically the Almond Brothers. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was fun. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything crazy. I didn't play any Bruno Mars. It's all so lucky. We, I think we only did originals. Maybe wow, a couple of cool covers, but and uh, it rained. It poured rain. Oh, I don't know. Were you? You were not. I was not here. here. I was on the East, East Coast. Um, but it poured rain right when we started packing up. Pretty much. Ooh, was it outdoors? Kind of, it was, we were on a covered patio. Oh, so makes me nervous just thinking about it. Yeah, it didn't, we didn't get rain directly on us, but it, you know, it was, it was pretty heavy rain for San Diego. So the, the, um, drainage wasn't quite keeping up. Oh my up. gosh. So it was kind of, the water was creeping in and got oh. my, my drum rug got a little wet. Ooh. But at least it's just that you can always replace that, that. Yeah. No, it was fun. When though. that happens, dude, I mean, I got a lot of electronics now, you know, like I got my throne, the Porter and Davies throne. And like, yeah, I have like an in-ear rig normally. And so I, I got mics, you know, like it takes me a minute just to wrap up some cables before I, I'm even taking cymbals off. Yeah. So when it's like, if it looks like it's going to rain, I'm like, uh, guys, uh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and I'm, I'm throwing stuff. It, I mean, you've never seen me pack up drums so fast. Like, and I have like my, like, okay, mics, cables can wait, but mics and Porter and Davies like amp gets in their cases right away. Yeah. It makes sense. And then I normally throw a blanket over my drums while I'm putting like cymbals can get wet, but they can't stay wet. Yeah. You know? So I'm normally putting all my wood drums in their cases and then it's symbols, and then I'm like hardware wiping it down while I'm putting it away. Yeah. I've been caught in the rain before, you know? And then you got to unpack everything at home so it can dry out. Yeah. To get moldy in the bags. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good though. Um, you know, we did Christmas and it was really fun. The kids were super pumped, you know, <laughs> they had a good time. And that's um, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, just a lot of the same. I've been doing some mixing and I've been doing, uh, working with, I don't know if you've seen the Barn Time podcast. No. Um, it's cool. They do, they do like live, 
um, performances of bands in their cool. barn, and and they have so they have a band come on and they or just an artist. It could be someone solo, and they perform some songs, and then they have some like chit chat, you know. And Dude, they interview. want to shuffle and bang or what? <laughs> they would. Oh yeah, wow! I'm sure they would love to have you guys. That's and, cool. And they get really good video, like nice. video, and they everything's mic'd up and stuff. And um, they've been sending me stuff to do mixing on, and I got to do a Forest Rice thing. Oh yeah! Recently, where one of them, one of the sets was like him and two guitarists, I think. So I didn't see any of the footage. I just get the the audio stems, you know. Yeah, and him and two guitarists, and then uh, some tracks they're performing along with, and then and then there was a set of him just with like drum triggers, triggering like sounds, and he had someone playing like uh or i don't know if he was triggering them or someone else was triggering these like audio samples of dialogue nice along with it it was cool creative yeah it was fun it's i don't i don't think i don't know if that one's been posted up yet why have we not had him on the show like i don't know we've we talk about him a lot and he's he's from san diego and he's like a great drummer yeah we should i don't know he's i asked him once i think but i don't never we don't we just don't have people on their show very often but there's a few people that i really want to have on mike bedard is like on the top of the list from f note um, i told him i would have him on and and then we just haven't so i gotta do that um i was wait you don't really celebrate new year's eve right uh no yeah no. did you play I, a gig yeah i played like four gigs not in one night but um we flew out to the east coast to um first well, I flew to New York, then went to Philly, then flew to Philly, played in Philly. How do you like town. Philly? Philly's cool. I was in this like cool area of like this college town area. Like, um, I don't remember what it's called, but it was pretty, it was pretty cool. It wasn't like the normal Philly that I've. What, I wonder where you were. It's like old. It was like the oldest part of Philly. And oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, and I was like in the town square where there's like museums and yeah. All okay, this. I didn't know really what it was though. I was just kind of like, there's a lot of people here to see this area, so this must be like a historic uh-huh. part of Philadelphia. I don't know anything about it. I'm just trying to get coffee. Yeah, and so I went and got my coffee and was like, cool. And then we played a gig there, and then I took the train to New York. And then we played three gigs at the same place at the Brooklyn Bowl in New York Woo. or in Brooklyn. So, um, and then my wife came out and we got to hang out. We got like the nicest hotel room from the band that was like a, it was like a modern loft kind of like, Ooh. so, so dope. And then, um, yeah, we just, we didn't really do any sightseeing or anything like that. We just like kind of low keyed it and hung around that area. It's called um, Greenpoint in Brooklyn. And uh, and then the venue is in Williamsburg. And um, yeah, we just kind of went there, did it. It was cool. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty good shows. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good shows. And then like over the Christmas holiday, I was like, I felt like I'm not a dad, but I felt like a dad, like just working around the house. So I like built a shed. What? And like. I didn't, I didn't like buy two by fours and like build it, but like I bought a shed on like Amazon and then it had to be built. And so I got like a 12 pack of beer and like some tools 
and put that whole thing together. Wait, wait. What, what did you get? Silver bullets? What? I need to know. <laughs> got Pacificos. Like how dad did you get? Well, I don't drink. I don't drink that kind of beer because it has. Uh, it's too processed and it makes my stomach hurt. So I drink Mexican beer. Oh, they Mexican don't, beer. They don't do that much processing. Mexicans know how to make their beer, dude. Okay. I don't know how, but they just nothing like a Mexican beer for me. <laughs> so i like light beer i always like pacifico yeah pacifico is really good and i and so okay so let me just break down this for you quickly i thursday so this is like before christmas holiday thursday i got invited to go to dj in tj in Mexico. DJ and TJ? DJ and TJ, yes. Whoa. And so I and it was like for the for the singer of the specials passed away. So Saw that. it's two-tone ska music, and that's like my childhood music that I grew up listening to. And I've been in a part of that scene for since I was 12 years old. Okay, so I got to like dress the part and bring some records and go and DJ in Tijuana. It was awesome. It was so much fun. It was like a super little, like low key spot, but Tijuana is like still TJ, but then there's like some little pockets in there where they have these like bars and like restaurants that are better than what you would find like in San Diego or just as good as something in San Diego. That's awesome. So I walked across the border. Somebody picked me up, went and spun some records, came back. Then I'm pulling into my driveway, like I'm on my street and my car is like, <laughs> oh no. And I'm like, what is going on? And it's been doing that a little bit. So like for the past, like three or four months, I've been like, man, I need to get a new car. And like, I don't know if you know, but like cars are super expensive right now. Like everything is marked up like $10,000. Yeah. So and then the car that I want is like way really expensive. What do you want? I want to get something different than what I have now. Teslas. I have like a little dude. I wouldn't be caught dead in a Tesla. <laughs> um, I don't want like I love my car, but it's too small. And like I'm in my mid forties now. It's getting a little oh, hard to get in and out. That you want a Lambo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want anything like that. I want like, so at first I was like, I want like a man's car. Like I want like an adult car. So I was like, maybe something like SUV ish, like, and then like I saw the Ford Bronco and I was like, whoa, that thing's dope. And that thing's super expensive and it gets horrible gas mileage and gas is like four or $5 a gallon right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's not going to work. I'm like, why can't they just make something that looks like that gets the same gas mileage as my car, but like is big. And so then I was like, well, there's this like little truck. It's a Ford Maverick, but I've had two Fords in my life and those are, they're not great. My dad has one of those. A Ford Maverick? Yeah. The new ones. Yeah. Yeah. They get great gas mileage, but they're not off-road capable as much as I would like. They make a four-wheel drive one, but yeah. I'm sure it makes the gas mileage worse. Yeah. The Lariat probably. Anyways, my wife hates that car and she's like, it's not a truck. It's like a fake truck. And I'm like, it's cool. Like I can get a, like a shell on it or something, put my drums in. So I was like dead set on that. Then I was like, ah, 
It gets as good gas mileage as my car, but it's really not really that much of a truck. You can soup them up and stuff, but they're pretty small for trucks. So then I started doing more research and found out that Jeep makes a hybrid. Ooh. And I love Jeeps, but, and you can soup them up. And then like a Jeep Rubicon, like a Wrangler Rubicon, they're called a 4XE. So that means it's like hybrid. Um, Gets gets better gas mileage than my car. Nice. But they're expensive, dude. They're yeah. expensive. You could you could basically yeah, you could get a Tesla or like I don't know. You get like a all like for a little bit more you can get like a Rivian. <laughs> oh yeah, those and are like, fancy. Are yeah, you looking at new stuff or Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My friend told me about a site um or an app called Vroom. Have you heard of this? Yes, I think so. It's like an, a, it's a, yeah, it's a car shopping thing. Okay. Where, um, they'll, you can, like, you can buy a car that's in a different state. Ah. So you can get it for cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll drive it. Well, they'll drive it over to you and you can try it for a while. Or I don't, I don't know. One of my buddies bought a car on there and he was, he seemed pretty stoked on how it all worked out. Well, yeah. So, well, anyways, I've been thinking about this for a while because my car has like 225,000 miles on it. Like, and I bought it brand new. So I've had it for 10 years. Every 10 or 11 years, I end up buying a new car and normally a new bike too. But uh, so we're in this situation now where I'm like, my car's getting old, it's starting to break down. And then I come home from Mexico and that's what's happening. So then the next day, I borrowed some records from a friend of mine and I went to go drive to his house. And my car is like, it's, it's like this started happening like weeks ago, but it would just be like sporadic. It would just like, <laughs> you know, now it's a hundred percent of the time. It's just like, it's dying. No, it's dying. It's just, <laughs> I'm driving it down the street, like 30 miles an hour, no power. So I go right to a mechanic shop. It, this is like the day before Christmas Eve. So the guy's like, we're going to be, this is Friday. The guy's like, we're going to be closed till Tuesday. So we can't do anything. And I'm just like, dude, can you just check it? And I'm like, check engine lights on, like all the lights are on. And then he's like, oh, it sounds like a coil. I'm like, what the heck's a coil? And he's just like, he does the thing on it. He's like, yep, coil. He's like, it's the number one like cylinder that's misfiring. So you just got it. It's really easy fix. I'm just like, ah, oh, dude. So I try to go to my friend's house with it driving like that. It's dude. It's I'm like, I, I might have to have my car towed. It's that bad. Dang. So I just like basically crawled my way back to my house and I was like, I can't make it. So the next day I just was like, all right, I'm going to try to fix it. And so I'm it's, th there's a whole other story of me trying to get the parts for it at stupid AutoZone that sent me to like four different auto zones. But Anyways, I got him. It was super expensive. It was like it was like almost like four or five hundred dollars to buy all the spark plug coils and spark plugs. Ooh. Easy, easy, easy job. But then I was like, I don't have tools. So then I like had to buy some tools, which is always fun. But like anyways, I fixed my car, replaced that realized that after two hundred and twenty-four thousand miles, I've never replaced the spark plugs on that car. <laughs> you haven't or the <laughs> No, the mechanics no one has. Haven't they are the original factory well, spark plugs and coils. A lot of times they'll replace them with OEM 
No. Bugs? No? Phil, no. Okay. At 100,000 miles, you're supposed to do it. And I took it to the mechanic and they were like, this is what we would do. But they're like, I said, what about spark plug wires? They're like, you don't have spark plug wires on this car because it's a coil. And so they're like, you don't really need to do it. They say that you're supposed to do it, but your car's running fine. So, and so I was just like, oh, all right, whatever. And so when they said you don't need spark plug wires, I just figured we're good. And I didn't know it was an easy job to do. So I, I just left them in there. So like 225,000 miles, 24,000 miles, same original spark plugs. That's insane. (laughs) (laughs) So I replaced all of that and my car runs fine. Yeah. It runs perfect. I was going to say you drove it here. Yeah. I'm like, so now I'm back on like, okay, well maybe I don't need to get a new car just yet. Maybe I can just like, but like I almost bought a new car based on a stupid part that took me five minutes to change. Yeah. Well, I mean, your car's up there. Yeah. And it, it is a good time to sell a used car from what I understand. Yeah. But I, I asked the mechanic, I said, well, I think I it's know. just time to get a new car to the mechanic. And he's like, no, dude. He's like, these are good cars. You just got to maintain them. I'm like 225,000 miles. I've never had a car that has that much miles. That's awesome. Every car I've had has died at like 130, 150. I think I had a Civic that was like one, like 60. Mm. And like, so, but this car, I'm the only owner. I've driven it every mile that it's put on it, you know, that I've put on it and always do synthetic oil changes, always do like try to maintain it. And, uh, thing is it's the best car i've ever had Woo! so yeah my, um, my car is one of my cars is failing yeah yeah it needs a it's catalytic converter is failing it's and that's hard yeah it's an expensive repair so you I, can do it though the days are numbered on that that car i think so what are you gonna do are you gonna get like a lambo or yeah probably <laughs> probably the lambo suv I oh think yeah it's probably i've seen the that most Probably gets the best mileage. <laughs> those are the stupidest. I, when I see people driving those, I'm like, I literally want to drag you out and punch you in the face. And it's not because I'm jealous. I just cannot stand a person that is that pretentious, that wants to be seen that bad. In a Lambo SUV? <sighs> yeah. Oh, actually, I'd probably get one, though, if I could. <laughs> so, anyways, I fixed my car. Then... I immediately got started on building the shed. So it was like a full day of manly man work. Dadman shit Basically, I'm a contractor and I'm a mechanic all in one day. Damn. And um, then Sunday, I loaded that thing up, that, that shed up with all the stuff that was in my shed. I mean, in my shed, in my storage. So Wait. now I have no more storage, but I have so much crap that I want to sell. Yeah. Yeah. What are you trying to sell? This is the worst, Phil. <laughs> I have, I told you on the last show that I inherited a bunch of drum stuff. Yeah. And then I have like, clearing out my storage. I have like, I have dumb stuff that no one wants. Like straight the, the chrome straight mic stands that have the round base, the weight base. I bet people would like that. Bro, I've had them listed forever on Craigslist and on OfferUp. 
Mm. I have keyboard stands. I don't play keyboard. I don't know how I ended up with keyboard stands, but I had three. I'm selling them for how much is a keyboard stand like this? Uh, I think this one was like, I don't know, 80 bucks. Okay. That's cheap. hundred bucks maybe. Yeah. I, I think brand new. They're like 130. I'm selling them for 40 bucks. Yeah. People are just like, <clears throat> my soapbox is I'm so tired of stupid people on Craigslist. Like what is wrong with people these days? Wait, wait. So you're selling a keyboard stand for 40 bucks. So I'm guessing someone was like, I'll give you $5 for it. Basically, yes. Everybody <laughs> is doing that. I haven't even, like, my first of all, my Zildjian symbols, people aren't even calling about that. I what? posted cracked symbols, and I posted, like, the most unbelievably great special dry symbols. Not one person had, I, I shouldn't say, a couple of my friends are like, I'm interested in buying your special dries, but then they don't, they want me to basically be like, okay, cool, well, you can just have them, <laughs> Okay. But my crack, I had cracked symbols. Everybody wants a crack. I've gotten so many calls on like, hey, I'm interested in buying your cracked um, um, hybrid symbol. I'm like, they're sold. Nice. Oh, I'm interested in the A custom that's cracked. It's sold because I they're cracked. So I'm like, dude, just give me like 40 bucks for it. Oh. So everybody's like trying to get those. Those are the only symbols I've sold. Yeah. Dude, you're stinking... The the dude that I was like ready to like lose my mind on was the the guy that um was interested in buying the uh mixer that yeah. like giant mixer that you like gave to the studio. So I asked the dudes that do sound for for Google like what what is this what would something like this run for like what would you sell this for for studio use or whatever live use or studio use. And they're like, yeah, it's an analog board. They're like, you could probably, I would probably sell it for 500 bucks. I'm like, wow. Okay. So I posted for 400. I know I'm probably not going to get that, but I'm just like, yo, you know, like let's negotiate. I have this freaking bozo. I'm talking bozo. Yeah. Like call me, like text me. He's like, I could tell he's an old dad, probably wearing freaking cement blocks and like, you know, the whole thing, he's like, hey, can you give me more information on your on your mixer? First of all, I listed everything in Craigslist and there's pictures. So then I go and do a little bit more research. I'm like, it's a 24 by eight by two. That's what it says. I don't know anything about it. I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't. I got it for my band. We don't use it. The band broke up, whatever. I think. It's ridiculous that someone would ask you for, I mean, if you have the model and the year yeah, and you like it, you list what it is, go look it up online. Fool. Exactly. Like so, you, you can find all that information, all the specs. This is still in my storage. So I'm going back to the storage to like, he's like, can I have more pictures of it? So I like snap. He wants to know about the amp. So I'm like, well, what amp comes with it? I go and take a picture of the amp. I get back home. I send it to him. Hey, can you let me know? Like, can you take a picture of the board? I'm like, yo, man, I have to go back and forth to my my storage every time you want more information. You can come look at it. What's the lowest you'll go? And I said, well, I already posted it. I said in the ad that it's $500, but I marked it down to 400. So how much more? Like, what do you want? Well, I'm not trying to insult you, man, but I just would like to know what your lowest price is. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know, man, like make your offer, but like it's already marked down. I already came down a hundred bucks. He's like, 
well, I'm doing some research on it right now. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you do that in the first place instead of me driving back and forth? <laughs> so then he's like, hey, man, so yeah, it looks like this thing's discontinued and they don't even make them anymore. In my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah. So it's like kind of rare. Like, you know, if this is what you're looking for and they don't make them anymore, yeah. seems like a good price. He's like, yeah, these seems like they're seems like they're discontinued and they're just out of stock. They're not, you know, you can't get them anywhere. So, um, you know, the most I'd give you if you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it if you just if you're looking to get rid of it. Hundred bucks. He's like, That's if you, if you really, if you really want to offload it, I'll give you a hundred bucks. That's hilarious. And I go, I thought you didn't want to insult me. <laughs> and I go, I go, why would I sell it to you for a hundred dollars? At this point, I'm like on a soapbox. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? You'll give me a hundred dollars. I said, it's listed for $400. You think I'm going to give it to you for a quarter of the price? That's what you think. <laughs> He's like, you don't have to be rude. And I'm like, I'm not being rude. I said, I'm busy and you're wasting my time. And I'm like, don't waste my time. Don't insult me. You said you didn't want to insult me. Now you're sitting here insulting me. Yeah. I'm in the middle of a lesson texting him this. He's like, well, bro, you don't have to be rude. Just make me a counter offer. I'm like, I wouldn't sell it to you if you offered me the full price. Like, you're done. <laughs> well, just let me know if there's another offer. You know, these things go go for 150 bucks all day long on OfferUp. I'm like, go buy one on OfferUp or Reverb. Why are you wasting my time? If you find one for $150, go buy it. Yeah. Well, it's just going to sit in my storage because I'm not really ready yet to build my studio. And I, I'm I'm a dealer, you know, so I need to get it for a fair price. What does that have to do with me? <laughs> I could care less what you do with it. Dude, I don't want to insult you. Like, I, if I could reach through the phone, dude, I was like, don't waste my time. I said, you've done nothing but waste my time, dude. And he's like, Hey man, you know, I'm really interested in it. You can make me a counter offer. And I just ignored him. Like I just ignored his text. You could just make me a counter offer, dude. I am interested in it. I do want to pick it up. And I'm like, I'm not selling it to you, dude. I'm not, you're, you, man. I am a hundred percent not. I'd rather give it to somebody than sell it to you, dude. I'm with you. I, I can't stand that, that, selling stuff online and, and just like people wanting to try to like it's like dude I, all right if you're selling something used like if you're your asking price is too high or you're sell, you're you're trying to get as much as you can out of it mm -hmm. it makes sense yeah you should expect people to try to talk you down but if you're selling something at a totally right good price for what it is and you know it's a good price for what it is it just drives me nuts when people are still trying to talk you down. Yeah. It's, it's like, but people just like, seriously they feel like they have to. Or yeah. Something. It's, it, it, it drives me nuts, dude. And then the thing is too, what's going on with our, like in our community, everybody wants to be Ed from drum flip. So everybody like buys drums and then sells drums. So everybody considers themselves to be a dealer or a retailer, but you're not, you're doing what I'm doing. You have stuff and then you're selling it. You're reselling it. And like, so like with my symbols, like a guy's like, Hey, I'm interested in buying the whole thing. Like I'm interested in buying all of your special drives. Those are hard to find. I'm like, yeah. How much, what's your lowest price? I'm like, the prices are listed on Craigslist, dude. Read <laughs> like, use your mind, read. I'll come down a little bit. Cause I want to get rid of them. But like, 
He's like, okay, well, I'm a retail. I, I buy and sell symbols, so I would need like a pretty good price because I need to resell them. Well, what the heck do you think I'm doing? Do you think I'm here to work with retail sellers and give my stuff away so you can make a profit off of it? Like, I don't care what you go buy them from somebody else. You're hitting me up for a reason. So I'm like, dude, these these are like most of them are like brand new. I never use them like with like Google or anything like that. They're like these are top of the line symbols and they're super marked down like brand new. Like the ride is like four hundred and fifty, four hundred and seventy dollars brand new. I have it listed for like four hundred bucks. I'm like, and I was, I would still come down like a little bit more like, uh, this guy goes. So for all of the special drives that I have, and I could get a brand new hi-hat too, like to, to match it. I'm like, I have it listed for like, I'm in my mind. I'm like, I'll take like 1100 for all of them. It's like three crashes, a ride and a hi-hat set, all special drives. Those are all not one of those symbols is un over as under 300 bucks and each. So it's like a huge, like brand new, that whole setup would be like 15, 1800, you know, like maybe, maybe more. So I'm like 1100, a thousand, I would do it. I would do it. This guy's like, the most I can offer you is like six or 700 bucks. <laughs> like I go, I'm like, I, I'm not even going to respond to that. He's like, so I can pick them up today. I got cash. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to, I'm okay. So yeah, you want to pay me in like Bitcoin? Like you think I'm not going to take cash? That's the only thing I'm going to take you idiot. Well, I, th- I think a lot of people think if they have cash that they should get a discount. Bro, I won't accept anything else. Yeah. Like you're not going to give me a check. You're not going to give me anything but cash. Yeah. I hate when people say that. Stop saying cash. Dude, I'll give you 400 bucks cash. What do you think I'm going to like? Do you think I want peanuts? <laughs> like I want cash. That's the, that's the only transaction. Yeah. I've asked people that. Like, what do you think? What other means of like payment are you thinking I'm going to accept? Well, like, there's like PayPal and Venmo IOUs and, and no. And like, no. I know, I think OfferUp has their own payment system where you can no. put I money in there I'm not and doing exchange any of that. it. I had, I had one guy do Venmo, which is fine. That's fine. But like, no, cash is the only thing I'm going to take, especially for some idiot that's trying to lowball me. Like, and I'm like, no, dude, I'll keep them. Yeah. You're going to buy, you're you're doing me a favor. Well, I need to resell them. (laughs) Sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Maybe you should make your own symbols and then resell them. Yeah, go buy them from Guitar Center. Then, Dude, you know how many of my friends that like, <laughs> yeah, you know how many of my friends are saying, like have said that, like like people that we know, like we know well, that are like, well, I need to sell my stuff. So I, like I'll buy your drums, but I have to resell them. So like that's not why I'm selling my stuff. So you can resell them and make money off of me. That's not how yeah. it works. Like, oh, so you want to buy my stuff and then charge more for it yeah. and make a profit. And you're just open about it. And I should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let me help you out. Like, I bought this stuff. I bought this. And I'm so yeah, I'm like, I I'm I'm there's stuff that I'm j I just want to get rid of. Like the, the keyboard stands are just taking up room. And I'm like, I don't play keyboard. I don't care. Just you know, and so I'm like. 25 to 50 bucks. There's one that's like, I would probably sell for like 25. 
And then there's one that's like pretty new that's like, you know, I would like to sell for like 40 bucks. And there's one that was like 50 bucks that was brand new and a guy bought it for 40 bucks. Dude, this is astronomically cheap. I have people that are like, I want to buy your your keyboard stands for $10. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's good that you want to do that, but the price is $50. So if you have 40 more dollars, then you can buy them. <laughs> and they're just like, they don't respond. Or they're just like, yeah, but I want to pay 10. Yeah. I'm glad that you want to do that. Go to Guitar Center and try that. Are they, they're pretty good ones then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're the, they're the, like this, you know, the one that you pull the button and then they make an X. They have two tiers or? Yeah. Oh, no, they don't have two tiers, but they're like, I'm just like, I'm not going to sell them for, I'm not going to sell both of them for $20. And I, and I think that they're saying they want to buy both of them for, for $10. Wow. So five bucks each. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like where, what world, where do you think this, like, where do you think we live? Like, I don't understand this. That's hilarious. And seriously, I'm I'm so sick and tired of that that it's not even about the money because even at fifty bucks, it's still not worth it. It's not worth the stinking hassle. Yeah. You know, and like, so I'm just like, I just want to put them on the corner and just say free and just let at least somebody will be like, sweet. Well, instead could, of dealing with it, bozo. You could totally donate them to some yeah. like a church or you know, as music school. I'm sure you could get like they'll they'll give you a little receipt. Even for the value, yeah. and then you can it could be a tax write off or whatever. That might be worth it. What, I just, what mic stands do you have? Uh, they're all. I don't have any good ones. They're all like just straight chrome, you know, like straight stands. Yeah, and they're the ones with the round, the heavy, the weight, weight on the bottom. Weighted base. Yeah. I have like six of them. Ah. And they all almost, I think almost all of them have mic clips and I'm selling them. I think they're like, I have them listed for 20 bucks each, but I like, I will sell them. I will sell those for like 10 bucks each. I just want them out of my storage. Nice. Um, and so it's dude, there's so much stuff. I have so much hardware and like, I have the coffee machine from, from the studio. I have the water machine base thing. That's from the studio that like, I don't know what to do with. I'm just like, I don't, I have the vacuum from the studio. That's like an auric vacuum that I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this. An auric. Yes. Those are expensive. Yeah. You're going to sell vacuum. I don't even have it listed. (laughs) Dude, if you need a vacuum, I would gladly give it to you. You could just take it. Hmm. So sick of this. I'm so tired of stuff in my storage. I just want it out. I want to come see your storage shack. Dude, you can't you can't even walk in it. It's full. I'll climb. It's like bursting at the seams. I'm pretty small. And it's really little. It's like <laughs> it looks like a kid's playhouse. Dude, that's like that's like my house. That's where I live. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Dude dude that wanted the freaking the thing, the the the, the mixer. The mixer. Kick rocks, bro. Yeah. Stop no, wasting people's time. Four hundred is really good for that. That's a good it's got the the meter bridge and everything. It's like a good. <laughs> that's what one of the, that's what our guy said. Like the guy that I asked, he's like, yeah, for with the meter bridge, dude. That's like a that's a good mixer. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's I just I want it out of my storage. Like I, that's all I can say is like I don't know what to do. And like honestly, like if if that guy wasn't such a bozo, like I would consider like maybe like 200. You know, like let's just. Let's just get it out of here. But 
that guy like started with, I don't want to insult you and then straight up insulted me. Beat it, bro. Yeah, that's that's a bit much. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Sick of these fools, man. <laughs> Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have like a few more, but I want to get on this one. So let's just go. Another touchy one, dude. I ain't trying to hear that. It's another touchy one. Like I'm, remember I was saying I'm just like burned out and ready for some changes. Like I'm feeling it more than ever in 2023, man. Like I'm just, our drum industry and drum community needs a reset. And like, there needs to be like a revolution with our, with all the real drummers out there, like, or the real drum companies out there because it's nonsense. It's nonsense, Phil. What happened? I'm still having trouble like with like fighting the, I don't know what the, what the word is with, with social media. Like I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying not being on social media. It's wonderful. But I feel like when you don't go on social media, you just disappear as like a person, like a, you know, and, and I feel like that's a major problem in our industry. And like, you know what? Another thing like freaking Minel, like what the heck, dude? They still haven't got back to you. Like, can you like send an email like, hey, now's not a good time. Can you just send an email? Thank you so much for your inquiry of like your love and genuine inquiry of our company. But right now it's not going to work. Like, can you at least be decent? Like what? Like what? Who are Who is this? Like. What world do we live in where people just stop being decent because I don't have enough followers? Yeah, that's dumb. I don't, I don't get it. Like, dude, look, I made my decision based on my own money. So I paid for my, my minor symbols. Like I got fed up with Zildjian and that same crap, that same nonsense. But like, I also got fed up with that product. And like, I feel like that's a subpar, Zildjian symbols are subpar products in our industry. People shouldn't use that crap because you're paying a lot of money and they don't hold up, period. I do believe that minors hold up. I do believe that that's the sound that I'm looking for. I do really like my symbols. And I really, like when I sit behind my drums, I really like enjoy playing my drums because of that. I feel like that's the sound that I've been looking for and I still have a few more additions, but I really enjoy the way that they sound and the way that they play. So based on that, I, I bought them, I bought them, but like 
I just don't get what world we live in where you can have the credentials that I have, and I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just saying the work that I've done and the branding that I've done with myself and the the accomplishments that I've had, and not to mention that I do work as a full-time drummer, like on all levels, you know, like recording sessions and teaching and like, you know, touring and f- everything, social, social media for, to an extent, like I still do a bunch of lesson videos and I still do like YouTube videos and I, you know, and all of that stuff. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. First of all, I don't get why, like, you know, we've talked about social media on why I just can't grow. Like it just doesn't work. But like, I'm seeing so many, so many people, dude, like that are just like, I see YouTube videos of just like, I choose Minel and now Minel chooses me. And like, you know, and it just like it, I, I'd be lying if I said it didn't bum me out because I have more credentials than these guys. You know, I, I play better than a lot of these guys. No offense. You know, I'm not trying to sound like freaking Brian Evans over here, but like, <laughs> You know, it's, it, I, I've never been like, I've never, I, I don't roll like that. Like I try to be a humble person, but the truth is the truth. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I'm the best drummer. I'm saying though, that I work very hard to be the drummer that I am. And I've paid a lot of dues, more dues than anybody that's worked at, that works at Minel or Zildjian a lot. I've paid a lot of dues and, um, I've grinded to get to where I am right now. And for a company to completely like disregard that because of the amount of followers I have and they haven't, this is, you know, this is allegedly because they haven't come out and sent me an email and said, Hey, boost your following. And then we'll think about it. They didn't, they haven't sent me anything, but the fact that I'm not even on their radar, it's a freaking little hard pill to swallow, man. Yeah. It's, it's nonsense. Why (laughs) the heck is our community We are part of the drum community, the drum industry. Why is it not about drums? It's not about drums anymore. It's about being an influencer. Why are you raising? It's, it's so stupid. It is so stupid. Yeah. These guys that are all part of these, the, anybody who's getting endorsed at this, this stage and, and endorsement is such a whole nother topic that is just not, it's, it's irrelevant. You know, it's like being endorsed is stupid. It's a stupid word. People that are trying to get endorsed. It's like for, yeah, that that's another soapbox. Like I don't need that. I don't need that, um, status or, you know, it, I'm not doing it for that, but it's just you know, for, for the reasons that why I would like to have some help from a company like Minel is because of my tour schedule. And like, I would like to play what I would actually like to play, not what they have at guitar center. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I would like to get some more decent symbols and be able to play with one of the biggest bands that like any of your current, any of your current endorsees. Okay. That are, you just signed. Like I just saw the 8020 drummer got signed. I just saw that Brandon, what's his name guy got signed that does all the video stuff. I just saw some other dude that I've never heard of that like gave, you could play great, but posted a super subpar video, got signed to Minel. 
Okay, like I saw, I see all these guys. 8020 drummer is a great drummer. He's a great teacher. I've subscribed to what he does. I think it's great. Brandon is a great videographer. He's a great, he's a great drummer. He's from Marietta where I grew up as well. He's a great drummer. You can't deny that. And he does great, great audio video stuff. So I'm, I credit where credit's due. It's fine. But like the, the problem that I have is that I do a lot of the same stuff. I teach, I do quality video work. You know, I do all of that same stuff and it's just, there's no interest at all. You tour with a, a substantial band. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like thousands of people on a regular basis. So, so these guys sit in their room and they record drum videos, Insta bangers and YouTube videos, but they, they, I don't think any of them have had a gig ever, <laughs> you know? And so like, is, th- is this what it's about now? It's not about actually making music and out there performing music and putting your music in a live, real life, a real life live setting. I'm talking festivals, I'm talking club dates, I'm talking venues, I'm talking every situation that you play music in is how I use my equipment. You're talking that it's not about that. You don't want anybody to know about that. You just want to know how your symbols perform on Instagram. That's what you want to know. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I agree it's 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 ridiculous. It's like they've shifted into looking at um, their artists as as people producing commercials. Yeah. Really. They're like, we need just like hundreds of people making commercials online for us. We don't need people playing them in real life. No, exactly. You know, the thing is too, that really irks me. This is my, this is my point. Okay. The thing that gets me so mad is that these stupid companies will complain that you have you don't have a big enough following or big enough audience. So a guy like me who has all the tools to do it and who has done it for years to make quality videos, to give quality lessons, to play quality shows, to play huge festivals, to do long tours, the whole thing. You will still complain and not not even like find me not adequate enough to represent your brand when you can also help me as one of your artists to be, to grow to the potential that you want. So like, so like you just want me to do all the work and you want me to promote your brand like a monkey, but you don't want to do any of the work either. Like what I mean to say is like, if I I brought this up to a lot of my endorsements, like, you know, I understand that I don't have a lot, a huge audience and I'm trying everything, everything, but I could just go buy an audience like everybody else does. Like most of these drummers do. I could just go buy 10,000 followers. If that's what you want. It, if that's the investment that I have to make, let's do it. <laughs> you know, a lot of these guys do, Yeah. but like we could also grow together. If you really find me like as a person that fits your brand, then why are you not promoting me? Two, as one of your artists. Hey, this is one of our artists who's using our stuff. Boom, my ship grows and you're promoting my, what I do as an artist. Yeah, you know, These companies don't see it that way. It's a good point. There is a lot. It, is, it does feel rather unbalanced lately. Like, Dude. I feel like there's, they don't even, I mean, the, maybe if you've got an absurd amount of 
of action on your socials or whatever they give you stuff. But I still don't think otherwise I, you're still paying. You, they give you a discount and then they have free advertising for life. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of the whole point is like you know it's people act like like us with 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 Aquarian like. I I I I would pay to use Aquarian. Period. That's what I use. Yeah. You know, and like so, the fact that I have a quote unquote endorsement, meaning that I get their stuff at a discount, like, and it's not a huge discount. It's like <laughs> it's still super marked up, you know. And then they give you a discount off of that. But what makes it worth it for me is that my tour manager can call and place my order for me and have it shipped to wherever I need to go. And we don't have to go to guitar center. I don't have to walk on the plane with 10 different drum heads under my arm. That's what makes it worth it. That's what I'm looking for with a symbol company. Like I would like a set to live in New York. I would like a set to live in Europe and I would like a set to, to use at home. You oh, know, and by the way, you're going to be paying for them still. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I'm also, by the way, I'm willing to pay for them. But like, I would like to just not have to pay, you know, $500 for a ride symbol from Guitar Center that they may or may not have. Definitely don't have like Guitar Center has Mike Johnston symbols all day, though, that ride, which guess what? That's the one I got. Had no choice. I would have loved to use something else, but that's not what they have in stock. You know, I would like like a 20 or 19 or I mean, 18 inch, you know, like dual or something. Well, they don't have that. They have a 16, though. Guess what? That's what I have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm as a drummer and as an artist, as a professional, I'm forced to pay my own money to use whatever they have. And I'm still promoting your stupid company. And you could care or less about what I do. You're like, well, you're going to buy it anyway. So just buy it. And so like, it's fine. I made that decision. That's my decision. But like, and I'm not saying like, I'm not acting like they owe me anything, but if, if we're basing this on followers, why aren't these companies helping the artists that they want that fit their brand or that are qualified, actually qualified? Why aren't they helping these artists grow? Instead, they're just looking for guys that have following that have an influence on stupid social media. Dude, drumming is more than social media. Performing mm -hmm. and making music and being an artist is more than social media and it's more than YouTube and it's more than any of that stuff. Dude, if you play in front of if you're if you're on your stupid computer and you're I do all this stuff like on Twitch and on YouTube and all that stuff, you're you're still you're still you're missing the point. I understand we're living in a modern age and we're living in a digital age and we're living in the age of Zoom and all of that stuff, but it still is the fact of the matter is there still is tours happening and there still is people out there going to pay to go see shows and going to festivals to see shows and there still is people that know who I am and know who you are and like the way that we play and like this podcast and like that we promote different companies on this podcast and use those companies. Like so many people were using revolution stuff because of chops and coffee. Like if you're telling me that I don't have an influence, then you don't really even, you're not even giving me a chance, you know? And like it, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw Meinl under the bus, even though that's just like, what is what it is? Like I low key knew that that's how it was. A lot of people were like, dude, that company steals from everybody. They like, 
They've stole the the clap stack thing. They've they like I'm like it doesn't matter. I like their symbols. I like their stuff. I want to use it. I I endorse it. You know because I use them. But the fact that not just them, any company, any company in this industry that's that's the standard now. The industry standard is not how well you play. You could like dude, these you know, I'm not like trying to get myself in trouble, but a lot of these like female women drummers out there, like there's some dr- women drummers out there that are like killing it. Madden class is one that is like, I'll put her against any dude out there. You know, if we're going to make a comparison like that, that's an outdated comparison. You shouldn't do that anymore. But I'm just saying there's a lot of girls out there that are f- Instagram famous because they're like wearing short little shorts and playing the drums and they suck at drums, dude. <laughs> they suck at drums. <laughs> like it it pisses me off. Dude, the Pocket Queen is a perfect example. The Pocket Queen can play. She's a great drummer. But if you have an average dude that plays like what she plays, he's a nobody. It's j- it's like I, it drives me freaking crazy, dude. And so all these companies jump on board with these girls who don't play very well. But just because they're a girl and a lot of people follow them, they're like, take what you want. It's, it does, it's, it's backwards, dude. It should be about your playing. Do you play well or not? Yeah. Do you have an influence after that? Like, do you, what are you doing to like promote our stuff? Can you think outside of social media? Cause if that's the case, what if I was just like a Jeep blogger or something? And I'm just like, yo, like I'm a, you know, if I have millions of followers and I drive Jeeps, oh, and I love drums, you're going to give me free symbols. You're going to endorse me. That's how it works. <laughs> that's seriously how it works. <laughs> <laughs> it drives me nuts, dude. It dri- our freaking industry is broken. I'm 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 so tired of it. I'm so tired of like I'm so tired of the drum world and industry. Like I I love my community, like I love the drum brigade community and I love what we do. But we're just getting lost in this in the the drum community. It's so outdated and so stupid. And it's led by these morons. Like it's led by complete morons that don't know anything about drums or about drumming or about real drummers. They, it's led by people that have no clue. They're just bottom line guys. What's going to be the cheapest way to do this? What's going to make me money? They're not even asking drummers or don't know anything about the drum community whatsoever. I'm over it, man. Yeah. Freaking I'm, over it. I'm with you. I, I think it's, it's pretty gross. It does feel like the industry is just being run by a bunch of corporate executives. I just feel like for me, man, like I, I, I mean, we like I said it on the last couple shows that like we we worked so hard on this push for, you know, the minor thing. And it doesn't help that I just had a meltdown and was like it wasn't a meltdown, but it was like I had a epiphany of like I'm stopping social media right when I sent that. What I should have done was bought. 10,000 followers and been like, yeah, I got this many followers, you know, and just freaking pull the wool over their eyes. But that's not how I roll. No. That's not how I roll, dude. My, my followers are organic and like, it's like they really support what I do. It's not just like a bunch of dudes in Indonesia that are, that I've paid for to follow me, you know? And so 
I just, uh, I, I don't, I don't get it. If you want that, if you want your, 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 your people to be influencing your brand, why aren't you helping them grow? Why aren't you helping them grow to influence your band brand the way that they want to? For me, for Drum Brigade, I don't go after guys that have tons of followers. I've tried that. It, it's, it doesn't work because these guys aren't a brand ambassador. They don't fit my brand. I go for guys that fit my brand. And if I could, I would help them grow more by promoting them. You know, that's that's what an that's how an endorsement is supposed to work. Back in the day, dude, before social media, they would get the biggest names in drumming and then put them in their ads and put them on their like like you know, uh concerts, per- performances like Zildjian Day in London and Pasic and all of that stuff. You promote your artist in that way. Yeah. Your artists are promoting you because that's the stuff that they're using. Now it's completely different. And so all the work that we do as drummers and all the work that we do as like people to influence our students and influence people that pay to come see us and it means nothing to them. It means nothing to them. Freaking tired of you drum industry. Yeah. Makes me not want to go to NAM show anymore, dude. It does make me want to go to NAM show and just like give people the finger. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that. Stupid right idiots. Now. Sick of it, dude. I'm so sick of it. I I hope I hope that like, you know, I don't want to see wish anybody harm, but like I do hope that there is a change in our community and in our drum the drum industry that like it just goes in a different direction and it gets back to the roots because right now this is nonsense, dude. This is complete nonsense. And like the thing is, at the end of the day, man, I don't need an endorsement. Like I don't need, I don't, I'm not one of those guys that's just like fishing for endorsements and using that as my status quo. Like I know what I do. I know what I've done. And like, I know what I've accomplished. But like, I also know that like, as at the level that I do my job, like I should have some kind of support. And like, I do appreciate the support that I get from companies like Aquarian and like Ahead Armor Cases and Masters of Maple and F Note. And, you know, all these companies are really great, but they also see the, the see things different. Like I was talking to Sahir from Masters of Maple and it's like, he's saying the same thing. Like he sees things differently, like the way that we see it, because he's a real dude, like a real music industry working person. He's just not a guy that they hired that just graduated college and is like, well, this is what we should do. We should get influencers. You know, it's like, dude, the social media thing, it's just uh, the more, the more I talk and the more like people hear me, the more people are like, dude, I've been saying this for years and I feel like it needs to be, there needs to be a shift. People need like these companies need to be put in their place. And the problem mm. is there's a bunch of monkeys on freaking social media that are just, that's what they do. They're just looking, they, once they get what they want, they're like, it's the whole point, you know? They've made it because they're endorsed, but they don't even know what it really even means to be a real drummer. They don't. Yeah. They don't, dude. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of these issues live in the uh, in the mega company zone too like yeah. the biggest brands in our industry are the worst offenders and then as you get into smaller companies it, it, it becomes less yeah like, it's it's true it is true to a certain extent i mean it is 
like like big fat snare drum is a perfect example where I've said this before. Like so many people hit them up and are like, "Yo, can we like get an endorsement?" <laughs> it's like Dude, they make it's like thirty dollars to get a <laughs> and so they're like, "Why would you need an endorsement? Like, just buy one." Yeah, and then they give them a discount code, and they're like, "Sweet man, I'm endorsed." And then they like post about it. And it's like, okay, that's a cool sales tactic, I guess. But like, I'm not going to hit up. I love that company. I, I have a few of them. Yeah. But I'm not going to hit them up and be like, yo, can you guys give me like a few? I'll review it. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'll just go buy one. Yeah. If you support the companies that like, you know, you like, just support them. And so like, I mean, dude, you spend $30 going out to dinner. Like, you know, like, so... <sighs> Yeah, I just, I just, uh, I'm at, at that point of like, you know, at this point I would rather just pay for what I want. And if that's one Pisces symbol and one Zildjian symbol and one Minos symbol, I'm just going to play what I want. And, um, I don't have any loyalty to any companies and I can come on my show and talk as much crap as I want about Zildjian because I think they're the worst company ever. I think they're the worst. I think they're the worst symbols out there. And I think they're the worst company ever out there. They have to have a lot of changes that like Zildjian of all people need a lot of changes and it needs to start with firing. It's like modern drummer. You need to start with firing the guy that bought the company. (laughs) Yeah. Modern drummer is nothing like it was. And it's, it was purchased by a stupid meathead that doesn't know anything about drumming and wants to stroke his own ego. And you've taken away everything good, you know, that was great about modern drummer was the freaking Bible of our community. You know, if you were in modern drummer, you were like, you've made it, but now it's completely different. Yeah. There's a few companies coming up and coming that are like, you know, like, um, drum factory direct, uh, some of the guys from modern drummer moved over to drum factory direct and are going to like do some cool stuff there. Still a major company, still a drum industry company, but still it's led by real dudes that like really get it, you know, like there just needs to be a shift. Like I, I, I'm wondering, and I hope that there's a lot more drummers in our community that feel the same way I do, but it's nonsense that we have to feel like drummers. When I say we, I mean, drummers that are actually out there doing what drummers do. Real dudes, real dudes that love drumming for the, you know, for the reasons that we love drumming, you know, we live and breathe drumming. It's a part of our life. It's not just like, oh yeah, I like it. Like I like jogging. It's like, it's a part of our life. We live and breathe it. And like real dudes that are out there that have spent, you know, it's like the saying, you know, you, you buy a $5,000 kit and put it in a $500 car to get to your gig where you're making 50 bucks. You know, like (laughs) that's how it is. That's how, that's how much we love drumming. And, um, you know, it's, it's like when real dudes like that, like us that have a passion for it and are trying to do something cool in our community are just getting overlooked by like morons that don't know anything about that. They don't know any, they don't know what it's like to really love drums. They don't know. They're just trying to make a buck off of you. Like, I don't want to be a part of that. Mm-mm. If that's what it means to be endorsed, I don't want to be a part of that. I just want to, I'll just buy them. 
I'll just buy them. I'll just, you know, I, it just makes me mad to have to support a company like that. Yeah. You know, like if you don't know any better and you're, you're told that Zildjian's are the best and then you buy a Zildjian, you spend your hard earned money that you've either made off of gigs or you do on your day job, you've saved and saved and then you buy the symbol and then it cracks after like less than a year. It like, why? And they don't care. They're just like, we, we made a buck off of you. We don't care. Mm -hmm. That drives me crazy, you know? And like, again, like, I don't want to make it sound like, dude, you companies owe me something. I'm just saying when you're comparing, you know, what many of us do and what other guys that they go after do, you know, maybe I'm just seeing it wrong. Maybe I'm just not a fit. Maybe I'm just not a fit, but like, that makes me feel like I don't even fit in my own community that I've been in a part of since I was three years old. That's bull. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, man, maybe, you know, maybe we don't have as big of an influence on our community as we thought. Maybe we're just, maybe I'm just an old guy that just like, I'm like back in my day, it wasn't about social media, but like, <laughs> I just still think regardless of whatever I'm saying, regardless it should still be about drumming and our passion for drumming and like our accomplishments in drumming. It should not be about, you know, like, dude, you're a college graduate freaking dude that knows this craft, this art inside and out. You can chart out anything. You can play anything. People play it, put in front of you. You do this like on the level. You know, you, you went to school for this, you paid money for this, but if you had a million followers and you didn't have any of those accomplishments, you would get probably a lot further than doing what you're supposed to do, learning this. And if it was any other, any other community, if we were a community of lawyers and you had a lawyer that went to college to learn law. And then you had a guy, that just, on YouTube. a guy that posts it, <laughs> posts stuff like, Hey, yeah. like he posts 15 seconds of him quoting a law and being like, this law states this. And he has million followers. And then everybody's like, I choose that lawyer. <laughs> like, this is why I'm frustrated. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. That's such a good way to put it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's so that's why I'm saying there needs to be a shift. Y'all are stupid if you think you're going to freaking get me. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that right now. <laughs> that was a good, that's a good quote. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Freaking idiots. Stop lowballing me and freaking just stop. Yeah. Everything. Just stop. I hate this. Stop. Sick of this, man. Gosh, shut up. Stop talking to me. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? And Minel. And Minel. Sucks, though, because there isn't any other symbols like maybe Marit DeVille. What is that guy's name? Marit DeVille or something? Marat DeRill. Marat DeRill, yeah. Yeah. Those are dope symbols. Those are good. Uh, and, uh, what, uh, what are the other ones? I really like, I'm really liking a lot more and more Istanbul symbols. Istanbul um, makes great stuff. they they have some nice stuff. Um, but it's still, none of them have the, the, the vibe of Minel for me. Minel's just look and play very nice to me. I'm, I'm really like, 
I, I at this point I would love to try some other stuff though because I've I've never really played Paiste Istanbul. I used to have like a brief endorsement with Istanbul, but it was the same nonsense. Mm. There's a dude I think his name was Scott that li- that worked over there years ago, 2008, and I I he gave he like I was leaving for Warp Tour, it was 60 days straight on tour, hugest tour of the year, and um. I needed hi-hats like I had cracked hi-hats and so he wouldn't wouldn't give me a set a set of symbols to play on this tour. I had to like buy all my symbols and I didn't know what I wanted. So I was just like, okay, well I'll just I I just need he's like, "Well, what do we need to get you for this for this tour?" And I'm like, "Well, I need a full set of symbols so I can represent the brand." And he's like, "Well, we're not going to do that. So what can we get you?" And I'm just like, "Okay, well, like I guess I just need some hi-hats. Well, what kind of hi-hats do you use?" And I said, "Well, I normally use like Zildjian, like whatever I had at the time. And I'm like, and then one of them is cracked. So I play him upside down. So he sent me like the thickest, like cheapest heavy metal sounding. It was like, I was playing two bottoms. Ew. It was the worst symbols ever. And then I got done with the tour and I said, Hey man, like these are not a match. These aren't right for me. Like, can I trade them out? Can I swap them out with something else? And he's like, well, at this point you've used them. So no, like you can buy new ones. Wow. And I'm just like, I thought I was endorsed by this company. Like what, what are you talking about? And then he's just like, yeah, dude, no, like, well, like just let us know what you need. But like, yeah, like it's like, I have like a 10 or 15% discount. It's just nonsense. So I'm like, I don't even like these symbols. Like I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't play these. And so that's when I just went with a symbol company that would give me any time of day, which was like, which was, which was supernatural. And then that was a joke too. That was like great symbols, wonderful symbols. And it was led by like some cool guys when they put them in charge. But then the owner, same thing, man, got his ego in the way. And I remember I had them for sale because I was like, I'm out because I couldn't get any. I couldn't get any support. I couldn't get anything. I had a cracked symbol. I needed it replaced. They were like, no. So then I posted them for sale. And then the um, owner hit me up and was like, hey, man, I was wondering, uh, where did you get those symbols? And I'm like, I just got them. And he's just like, well, who did you get them from? And I'm like, well, I used to have an endorsement with them, but like I've since moved on. So is that what you do? You just get free symbols and then you like sell them. Is that what, is that a side business? Like a scam you're running? And I go, hold on, bro. I said, I, I purchased these symbols and he's like, and I go, let me ask you something, dude. I said, so I'm guessing you're the owner of this company. And I said, do you know who I am? I said, my name is Corey. I said, do you know who I am? I'm like, I'm one of your artists. That's the reason why I'm moving because you don't even know who I am. (laughs) you know, I said, I'm one of the guys using your stuff out there, promoting it like crazy. And I'm like, you don't even know me. You don't even know my name, dude. You don't know the bands I play with. You don't know anything. I said, that's why I'm selling my, my supernaturals. I'm like, you want to buy them back? Let me know. And I hung up on him. Nice. And like, it's, that's our industry, dude. That's our drum industry. The drum industry is, is really stupid stupid it's so stupid it's great playing music it's great playing drums it's great teaching drums i love it but man i wish i could just build my own stuff and use it because you can you just <sighs> fixed your mazda that's true and you i built build a, shed. a drum well i'm not the drums aren't the problem i love the drums i play and i i love the dude that makes them so, so building symbols all it's kind of it, I, 
That's kind of a tough one. You know what though, dude, if I, if I did a little bit of research, I mean, it's not a coincidence that there's so many symbol companies that are just like random, you know, like, like spawn drums decided to make their own symbols and now they have Simric symbols or whatever. Did they? Yeah. I mean, they did that years ago and like, it's not a coincidence. There, it's not a coincidence like the Smyrna drums that I, I mean, Smyrna symbols that I have are like exactly like a lot of the other companies out there. They're made in Turkey. There's one place that makes them all. I'm sure I could get some drum brigade branded Turkish symbols and just use them. And like, I've thought about it. And by the way, they are so inexpensive. Like we're talking like to get those kind of symbols, it's probably like 25 bucks each. Whoa. So with a little bit of help, with a little bit of um, like research, I'm sure I could figure out how to do it, but you still have to place like a massive order. You, pro- you probably have to place like a five to $10,000 order and then try to sell them. And if they're, guess what? If they don't have a Minel badge on them or a Zildjian badge, no one wants to buy them. It's just like Drum Brigade drumsticks versus Vic Firth. They're first-rate hickory. They're the, they're just as good. I use them every day on tour, but because they're not branded with these stupid... Remember, how, was I telling you this? These guys are like Corvette guys, okay? Like a Corvette guy is like a weekend warrior. In his mind, it's like a midlife crisis guy that's just like, this is the best car. But you're like, yeah, but I I mean, I drive like a Porsche 911 Turbo. He's like, yeah, but I got a, I got a Corvette. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, Corvettes are like half as much oh. money. <laughs> okay, but, <laughs> but what I'm saying I is- I think that's a big part of it. It's like I, the cheapest sports car. Okay, I know. But okay, <laughs> you're like, okay, I got a Mustang, you know, it, it's whatever. And they're like, yeah, but I mean, I drive a Corvette. Uh-huh. Okay, so like your Vessel drums and yeah. my Masters of Maple drums are like Ferraris. Porsche 911 turbos. And then, but then you still have a guy that's just like, yeah, but I mean, I play DW and that's, <laughs> that's how these guys are. These guys are like, well, these are first rate Hickory and they have a way better design. And you can also use them for teaching, talking about my drumsticks. And then they're like, yeah, but I mean, I use Vic Firth. It's like, yeah, they're great. They're great drumsticks too. I'm sure it's fun to drive a Corvette, man. My dad used to have one. I drove it. It was fast, Ops. but that's not, it's like, that's not the best car, but it's just because you have it in your mind that that's the best. Mm-hmm. And that's how these guys are with Zildjian's. Like my uncle's like that. My uncle, my uncle's super cool. He plays in a band and does his thing, but he's like made a lot of money. He's a retired fireman. And he's like, um, I don't know. He just, he's, 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 he's like, I want the best. So he bought a DW drum kit. He bought Zildjian symbols or like a custom symbols and like Vic for sticks and DW pedals and the whole thing, because it's like, that's the best (laughs) according to guitar center, according to our drum industry. And that's the problem Yeah, with a lot of us that are real drummers. Not that my uncle is not a real drummer. Of course he is, but I'm just saying for guys like us that are like, no dude, I, I, I'm a professional and I want the best that I can get for that. That defines me as an artist. Corvette guys are just going to be like, yeah, but I mean, and that's why you can find all that garbage at guitar center. 
Dude, don't. I'm, I can talk about this stuff all day. I just need that. We need to wrap it up, man. I'm so fed up right with now. the drum industry. I just wish it would freaking all die and start over. I couldn't tell. Gosh, dude. This is why. Before we started, I'm like, dude, should we go to NAM show this year? Like, I don't even know if I'm going to be in town, but like, I know I'm just going to be mad. I'm just going to be mad and like, like I'm going to want to go up to the guys at Minel and hand them a card that has numbers on it and be like, hey, Here's how many followers I have. You don't need to know any information about me or what I do or what I've accomplished or even if I can play. As far as you know, you don't even have to know if I play. Just here's how many followers. Now can I have an endorsement? Oh, who knows? Maybe if you go this year, you'll, get, you'll talk to them and maybe they'll at be the, different than you're expecting. At the end of the day, first maybe of all, not. I, maybe I, not. I have that kind of confidence where I will go up to them and just be like, yo, man, like couldn't even email me back. You know, like I'm not asking for anything for free. Like I get it, you know, but can you just be that kind? Can you just be decent? Like, I just don't, I don't really think that I'm one of those guys that like is just like shooting for the moon and being like, can I please have free symbols? Like if you saw the package that I put together to email to them, yeah, it was a lot different than, than that kind of guy. Yeah. And there was a story being told of like, yo, man, like this is, this is, this is what happened. You know, I've used another brand my whole life and I was always trying to make them sound like this. And, you know, the package that I put together already quality, already quality videos that they could post and share, <laughs> like, you know, all, all the stuff that would be an easy piece of the puzzle to just fit in there. But I already have them, have the stuff. Like I already, I'm already actively using it huge festival photos in front of like 70,000 people. Nope. Nope. Not even an, not even an email back, not even an email back. That's all I'm saying right now. I would not be calling them out by name if I at least got an email, yeah. but not even an email back of like, Hey man, not at this time. We're kind of reached our capacity. Hey man, we will consider you, but you, Hey man, thank you. That's it. Nothing, not even a reply, not even a reply, Phil, not even a reply. It takes a special kind of person. That's lame. Yeah. Not even a reply. The work that you can't even acknowledge the work that went into doing what we did. Drafting that email, filling out your stupid application, looking at all my social media and every band that I work with social media to see how many followers we have. All of that stuff, all of my my uh, albums that I've played on, like as many as I could fit on the page, like where I didn't even get half half of them. Did you? Did they even look at that? No. Videos that are already written, like lesson videos, all of the stuff, all quality too. Like it's not like me on my cell phone taking a selfie and being like, "Yo, Mino, what's up?" It's like quality stuff. You can't even send an email. That says, man, really appreciate this stuff. Rad. Looks cool. Man, drum brigade, camaraderie over competition. Really cool stuff, man. Can't send anything. Can't send anything. Lame. Okay. Well, it's good. Maybe that's teaching me some things too about like, you know, the way that you do your company. Because that tells me that when it's time for me to leave on tour and I need to get some like, hey, man, I have a crack symbol or I'd like to get this one for this tour. Hey, I'd like to buy a whole new set of symbols that lives in Europe. Can we do this? It's like, 
Would I get an email back? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I'll tell you who does get an email back though. The, the, the manufacturers who make my drumsticks, I'm not dealing with an AR rep. I'm dealing with a guy who actually makes them. Yeah. And so when my tour manager calls up and says, Hey, we need to place an order for drumsticks for Corey for the next tour. It's not like who's Corey. It's like, I'm one of their clients that they manufacture drumsticks for. Yeah. And they're right there when we need them. That's, that's the difference. That's how you handle business. Nonsense. <sighs> People make me sick, Phil. Yeah. Gosh. That's some bull. Anyways, it is what it is, man. I still love the products, though. They're nice. Nice symbols, dude. They hold up, man. I'm just telling you, like, I've done a bunch of Gogo Bordello gigs using a different set of symbols, and I have not cracked one. Yeah? I cannot say that about Zildjian, dude. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So <laughs> it is what it is, man. Um, I had another one about traveling, but I got to start some lessons soon. I'm going to get on that one next time, though, because traveling is booty right now. Yeah. It sucks. It's irritating. I haven't been on an airplane in years. It's hard to tra- it's hard to travel these days, man, because it's people are just so stupid and irritating. Um, anyways, this was a a good show, you know, a bit of a serious rant here, but, um, this is a drum industry podcast, you know, and it's a morning show for drummers. And if I can't rant on this podcast about that, then what are we doing here? Like, we're just going to talk about how great everyone is. Everyone's not great right now. Like the majority of people suck right now. (laughs) The majority of people (laughs) suck right now. And like, <laughs> but it's the truth. That is the quote of the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, people need to stop. I, I, man. Yeah. People need to. I'm not going to get going again, Phil. I can Don't feel it ramping up. Stop. I need to eat food. I the, the nice thing about today is that Corey promised that he would fix my catalytic converter because he's a mechanic now. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Grease monkey. Yeah. And I could build this, build out a shed if you want. Yeah, make me a shed, fix my car. Yeah. Giving you great ideas as like a, a telescoping table. Yeah. The, yeah, the ratchet. No legs. Legless yeah. table. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just start a construction company, construction brigade. <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, it's been real, guys. Uh, don't, you know, don't buy in too much of what I'm saying. It is like just me ranting. Okay. Don't think like Corey's really angry, man. He's might need to check himself in. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm just fed up with this, but I've, I'm like, I've moved on. Like I still play drums every day. And you work with some great companies. Yeah. They're great companies. They're supportive. There's some companies that do it right. Yeah. There are some companies that do it right, and there still are drummers out there that are really playing drums. Yeah. Using their skills in the right way. You know, so um But uh I don't know, Phil. Hopefully there's gonna be a change a coming. I thought we were gonna be the voice of that change, but I guess we're just average guys now. Dang it. Um all right, so we may we might have a show. I mean the way like the way we're doing our show now is just kind of like when we wanna do it, we do it. So I don't want to get no DMs or anything like, yo, 
why aren't you guys going to film a show soon? Or <laughs> like just you can, yeah, you've got some questions or whatever that you want on the show. Just hit us up. Use a contact form, drumbrigade.com. You can reach out to us individually too. If you're interested in lessons with Phil, it's philpardell.com. And if you're interested with me, it's, you can always use drum brigade, but I have a, a website too. It's Corey Kingston, uh, com. K O R E Y. And, um, there you'll find my record with, um, shuffle and bang with my band, all that stuff. I don't post any tour dates or anything anymore. If you want that stuff, just look at Google Bordello. Um, all right, guys, thanks for listening today. Thank you for, uh, being a part of the brigade, being a part of the brotherhood of drums and trying to make a difference in our community through camaraderie over competition. Uh, thank you. Funky Phil. Thank you, Corey. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. You too. You make millions of dollars with your lessons today. Yeah, you too, man. Thank you. And thanks for fixing my car. You're welcome. Welcome. There goes right, my Korea. Korea. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.